0: Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's get to a Monday edition of AMI at the Movies. Film reviewer Amy Amanti is here for her thoughts on the limited Netflix series, Keep Breathing. So don't even worry about calling this AMI at the Movies. It's AMI at the Netflix series. Amy is the host of the Accessing Art with Amy podcast, which you can find on your favorite podcasting platforms. And you can find Amy in Vancouver. Hey, good morning, Amy.
1: Hey, good morning, Dave.
0: So, Amy, let's talk about Keep Breathing. What is the premise of this series?
1: Okay, well, I'd love to say it has something to do with magma, but it magma. does not. <laughs> it does not at all. I had to say it. I just had to say it. Um, so, Keep Breathing has nothing to do with liquid magma, but it does have something to do with uh, being caught in the wilderness, um, so our, our main character here is Liv, and she's a no-nonsense lawyer from New York City, aren't they all? Um, so she really doesn't have a lot of personality, so to speak. Um, and she uh, is making her way to the Canadian wilderness, and I won't tell you why, because they don't tell us why in okay, the beginning. Okay. And on the way, um, you know, she she, I, she it seems to me, it was quite funny when I was watching this, because it felt to me like... This must be what's happening at Pearson Airport with all of the like flight delays. But she's there's, there's some flight delay stuff, and she is trying to find her way to the Canadian wilderness. And essentially, she barters travel with a small private plane, two guys on a small private plane. And that plane crashes. Oh, dear. So um, she's left in the wilderness all by herself um, with only her limited personality um but her desire to fight and also reliving sort of memories from her past some some traumatic memories from her past um to to i don't know to base her survival off of Mm. so i guess the question is does she survive dot dot dot
0: challenging role for any actor to do so much time solo on screen so who played live and how was the performance
1: yeah, so Liv is played by a Mexican actor named Melissa Barrera. Um, if anybody saw In the Heights, um, she was uh, made famous from In the Heights. Yeah, okay. she's uh, uh, lead in In the Heights. Um, and I thought that she was completely believable. I thought that she, like, totally... Like, like you said, it's very difficult to uh, have that much screen time and to hold that much screen time. Um, now, what's the benefit in this particular... Series is that we are going to flashbacks of her in her life, so it's not it's not essentially just her the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it does give a little bit of the breakup of that. Um, some might call it monotony, but that you know can get kind of stale when you're just with one character the whole time. Uh, but I thought she held her own. I thought she did remarkably well, and I thought that the character of Liv was extremely well. Believable. I don't know how I would react being caught in the wilderness um, by myself and having to figure some things Oops. out. But uh, <laughs> I was feeling terrified when she was terrified and I was feeling calm when she was calm. So that that totally, totally came through the screen.
0: I would do very poorly if I was stranded in the woods. Very, very yeah. poorly. I'm what's known as a first waver. I'm uh, I'm I'm gone I'm gone pretty quickly in these scenarios. So Amy, let yeah. let's talk about the the structure here or the nature of this limited series, no pun intended, because mm-hmm. those kinds of encapsulated pieces, where especially when we're dealing with a lot of isolation, I'm thinking Castaway, I'm thinking Blake mm-hmm. Lively in The Shallows, I'm thinking mm-hmm. Leo DiCaprio in The Revenant, I'm thinking Adrian Brody in The Pianist for about forty five minutes of the yes. movie. Sometimes these things can get a little bit bogged down, and as an audience member, I'm like, okay, we got to move on here. What did you think about the structure here?
1: So, you know, in generally speaking, I like this structure. Um, I like it because there's a lot of opportunity to see character growth. Um, there's a lot of opportunity for uh, vulnerable moments, which are, as an actor, something you're almost always trying to achieve is vulnerability, uh, like authentic vulnerability, mm-hmm. right? And you're put in these situations that are not believable in today's modern world for, for the most part. Um, we likely won't find ourselves stranded on a desert island as a, as a result of a plane crash. So it's different when you are portraying a character that is experiencing something. That likely isn't going to happen to a human being, as opposed to you know believing that you are I don't know a, a, a doctor, for example, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. A litigating in a in a in a court of law. Those kinds of things are relatively uh, much more known as an experience, right? Than this kind of experience. So the format I like because I like that if it's written well, there's really nice character development, um, but it does get a little bit bogged down at times. When these stories start to become more than they were intended to become, mm. uh, and sometimes there is this essence to want to jam pack everything in a series like this. I mean, this is this six part mini series. It's nice and digestible. Um, you know the the episodes are you know that typical forty three minute kind of episode okay, uh, okay. to make room for air quotes commercials, which we don't have in streaming, but that's <laughs> still the format. Not yet,
0: not yet. I, I know,
1: I know. Oh, geez, don't say that out loud. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I think I, I find, in general, I find the format, if it's done, if it's written well, I find the format to be really, um, uh, a, a really interesting expose into a character.
0: So six-part miniseries, about 45 minutes per episode. Was there some bloat here? Did they do a nice job of putting all the stuff in that needed to be in?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, for the most part, for me, I felt like there was a nice pace to it, uh, which I think is going to be really important. The pacing of it, I thought was really nice. There were some moments that dragged on a little bit long for me when she was out in the wilderness. However, I think that those uh, when I watch that, you know, you, like I, I watch these things as an audience member, but I also watch them as somebody who's worked in film and television, somebody who writes stories. And so sometimes you write these things purposely with these sort of long beleaguered moments for a reason. Um, because you want your audience to feel some of that, um, and so I think they chose those moments particularly so that I was feeling like, "Oh my God, are we ever going to get out of here?" When she was feeling like, "Oh my God, am I ever going to get out of here?" Mm. Um, and so, from that perspective, i i i was kind of I was kind of jiving with this one. I'm not going to say it's the perfectly created series that ever existed. It certainly isn't. But I was not feeling like. I need to turn this off and find something else to yeah, watch.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like the limited series. I find it it lends itself me to make too. sure there isn't bloat, right? That, it, that when you get to sort of three or four seasons of a series, it just starts stretching on for the sake of stretching on. You know, the story gets a little bit wonky. Whereas in this case, yeah. you know where your starting point is. You know where your ending point is. It's maybe going to be a little bit longer than a movie. So you chop it up and you make it work. I think the format makes a ton of sense to me. Yeah. Amy, this has been trending on Netflix. What are people saying about it so far?
1: You know, there's a lot of really mixed reviews about this, Dave, truly. Um, and, I, you know, as many human beings as there are on the planet, there will be that many reviews of anything that we want to watch <laughs> uh, or listen Correct. to. Right. <laughs> that's 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 the nature of human beings. Uh, we all like different things. So some people are saying that it's that it's boring. Um, certainly there isn't it's not an action packed movie. If you if you're the kind of person who likes superhero films, we talked about this last week. Right. If you're the kind of person that likes things that are chock-a-block full of action. This is not the one for you. Um, if you're the kind of person who wants to see somebody MacGyver something out of something they have in their backpack because they think it might make them survive, then for me, I was kind of like, huh, I'm going to think about that pen I carry, even though I never use a pen to write anymore, as maybe something that can be used <laughs> in a survival mm-hmm, uh, technique mm-hmm. if I need it, right? Like, there's all sorts of interesting things that I find um, in shows like this where I'm like, I never thought about doing it that way. Um so yeah, so there's there's some mixed reviews in terms of of I think it's got getting about a five and a half on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, so that's a fifty six percent.
0: Yeah, okay, uh, but it's only okay. got like
1: eighteen reviews. So like, how do you? Oh, so
0: we're early in the game. We're early in the yeah. game here. We're early in the game. We could. There's still some time to pump this up, and after it gets the Amy Manty bump, then we'll really see those oh, wow. reviews pouring oh. in. Uh, Amy, audio description, how was it?
1: So the audio description for me, again, you know, I talk a lot about diversity in audio description because there is this uh, wave moving forward. And in this one, it's really important, as I said, that the um, actor is a Mexican actor and they're very loud and proud about that because the character is a Latina character. Um, And it becomes important to, to understand a bit about the cultural background Um, but the description never tells you. So you are waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until that point of the story where you're like, Oh, I see. Oh, she's not white. Oh, I get it. Right. Because that's the default. That's what we've been told by audio description is if they don't tell you otherwise it's white. Um, And so I found that this, this uh, particular series didn't do a great job of giving me the the diversity descriptions. Um, And I, I, you know, I get, erged about it and I get even more urged when it's really essential to the plot line.
0: Amy, we have 40 seconds till the hard out. What do you give this series out of 10?
1: I'm going to say that this one is still worth watching, especially if you're the kind of person who likes to see interesting character arc. And I'm going to say that there are some interesting twists and turns in here that I certainly wasn't expecting. Um, so that was interesting. So I say it's an eight and a half out of 10 for me.
0: Eight and a half. That, that qualifies as watchable on the Amante scale. Amy, thank you for this. We appreciate it. You've been listening to Now with Dave Brown. Hit the subscribe button on any podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. The Walrus is Canada's conversation and you're invited to take part.